don't guilt yourself into not getting results fast enough. You are getting results as fast as you can. Just know how much time you have and be wise about focusing on the right things that will potentially help you free up more time or that will help you make the biggest impact in the time that you have. Hello, friend. I'm your host, Olena Mitruck, and this is the Spark Your Life podcast, a place where we go personal and way beneath the surface to learn how to be happy and successful both at the same time. No more need to compromise or choose one over the other. You can have it all. See this as your perfect coffee break podcast that will inspire you to go ahead and take that first step towards a truly exceptional and extraordinary life. Let's dive in. It's been two and a half years since I started my business. Hard to believe. And of course, during those years, I have learned a lot of lessons. Some of those lessons you learn once and then you really never get back to them. But others, you have to remind yourself about them often, pretty much every day. And in today's episode, I would like to share with you three key lessons that I personally remind myself of very regularly. I think you will benefit from them regardless of whether you're just starting or if you have been in business for a few years. So let's dive right in. Lesson number one is around defining your own sustainable pace. You know, I never really have a shortage of ideas. Sometimes I worry that I will run out of ideas for my business. I will run out of things that I think will work because sometimes things don't work and you need to change something, which we will get back to later. But I always pretty much have a lot of ideas. If I even come close to not having many ideas, then I go for a run. And after 30 minutes of running, I come back home with a ton of new ideas. My problem is not having ideas. My problem is having time to execute on those ideas. I always feel like my brain works much faster than my hands. I feel like I never have enough capacity, never have enough hours in a day to get all these ideas implemented. Sometimes it leads to frustration. Sometimes I feel like, oh, I wish I could get this done in a week, but it takes several weeks. It takes sometimes months. And it is very easy to fall into frustration and feel like something is wrong. Another thing that might happen is that sometimes we compare ourselves to others. Sometimes we look at somebody else and their business and they have more revenue, they have more clients, they speak on stages, they have written a book. We feel like we don't have any of that and we begin to feel like something is wrong with us. This is why it's really important to know your own pace and your own capacity. If you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you don't know how many months or years it took them to get to that point. And even if they got to this point fast, you don't know how many hours in a day they were spending dedicating to their business. You always need to focus on how much time you have. Because for me, I have a full-time job. Running my business on the side, of course, limits my ability to dedicate a lot of hours. And this is what I need to remind myself of. Whenever I come up with all these new ideas, I have to be careful and prioritize them properly. Instead of getting frustrated, oh, I don't have time to get everything done. Of course I don't. Sacrificing my sleep is not an option here. I need to really understand how many hours in a day I can dedicate to my business and then, based on that, pick those ideas that will move the needle the most. Pick those ideas that will provide the best return on investment of my time, money, or both. So if somebody doesn't have a full-time job, of course they can work on their business eight hours a day. 
But for those of us who do, if you are running your business as a side hustle right now, then be mindful of how many hours you can dedicate to it objectively. Don't guilt yourself into not getting results fast enough. You are getting results as fast as you can. Just know how much time you have and be wise about focusing on the right things that will potentially help you free up more time or that will help you make the biggest impact in the time that you have. So I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to really understand your full life landscape, holistic picture of your life, so that you don't sacrifice your personal time, your family time, your sleep time, trying to get that thing done in your business. Just be mindful of that. This is why a lot of what I teach members inside the Bravery Circle is around creating that holistic life map so that we can look at it as a whole. We can see the big picture. We can see all the different life domains that we are dealing with. And business is just one of them. You also have family, you have your hobbies, you have your friends, you have your self-time, you potentially have your full-time job. These are all important and you have to take all of them into account to define that pace that you can move your business forward with. And it has to be sustainable. It has to be something that you can really sustain for a long amount of time and not sleeping or sleeping five hours a day is not sustainable. So if you can only dedicate two hours a day to your business, five days a week, that's fine. You can do so much within those two hours. Sometimes I have to remind myself about that. Because sometimes I feel like two hours is not enough. But if you really stay focused on the most important things, on the things that will move the needle most, you will be amazed how much you can really get done in only two hours per day. So remember that. Define that sustainable pace that is sustainable for you, taking into account your current life landscape, your current season of life. And don't compare yourself to others and to what their pace looks like. You are unique. Your life is unique. Your life situation is unique. You have to take that into account. So this is the first one. Then the second one is do not fixate on the end result. Enjoy the journey. Embrace the journey. I know it is easier said than done. And let me tell you a story. In December of last year, I decided that I really want to quit my full-time job. I really want to scale up my business to the point where it will be bringing me enough revenue to quit my job, which pays quite well, I'll be honest. So... I came up with an idea of a masterclass that I wanted to launch in February. I spent January polishing some details around the masterclass, creating the landing page, coming up with the agenda for the masterclass. And then I started active marketing campaign. I created a ton of Facebook ads and I was getting zero traction. After a couple of weeks of throwing money to Facebook, I got zero signups and I was getting very frustrated. I kept thinking to myself, I have to get this to work. I have to get some signups. I need to make it work because I decided that I'm so sick of my job that I just have to make it work. I was getting very stressed about it. I was working late hours trying to come up with a magic bullet that would fix all of my problems, that would make this masterclass work. I started having problems sleeping because my brain wouldn't shut down. I just kept thinking, oh, how do I make it work? How do I make it work? I was stressing out so much about it. Then I had a conversation with my husband and he told me, Olena, you are not yourself. You are really stressing out. You are raising your voice at our daughter. Something is going on with you and I don't like this. That conversation made me stop and reconsider everything that I was doing. I realized that I was so fixated on making that masterclass work. I was so fixated on that result that I really stopped enjoying my life in the present moment. 
I wasn't enjoying my time with my family. I wasn't really engaged in my full-time job anymore because I was mentally done with it by then already. I was like, okay, that has to stop because my life is happening today. My family needs me today. I need to be happy and excited about my life today. So what can I do? And I just let it go. It took me some time to get settled on this idea, but I actually canceled that masterclass. I stopped those ads and those few people who signed up, I emailed them and I told them that due to some circumstances, I need to cancel. That was a hard decision. It was really hard for me because I am usually committed to getting things done. If I set my mind to something, I want to get it done. So I really had to think through why am I doing this and what do I really want to get out of it and whether I want to just host this masterclass no matter what, or I want to learn something from this experience. I decided to learn. I decided to stop it and to analyze why it wasn't working. I also decided to give myself more space and more grace and to actually stop pressuring myself to quit my job. I sat down and I decided to start being engaged with my full-time job again. I told myself, the time for me to quit will come. Whether it's going to be in the spring or in the summer or next year, that time will come. But it's not going to define how I'm living my life today. Today, I have this job and I have my business and I have my family and I want to be enjoying my life. So I made a decision to stop setting those deadlines for myself around when I want to quit. And I decided to start being engaged with my job more. I started to pay attention to my work meetings more. I engaged in some side activities that were happening inside my work environment that I wasn't really paying attention to. It made me feel so much better for many different reasons. First, those eight hours a day that I still spent having my job, they became much more fulfilling, much more exciting, much more engaging. That made me feel already much better. But even with my business, not having the pressure to make something work by the specific date, giving myself freedom to execute on the pace that I have, coming back to the previous point, right? I felt like I had my wings spread again. I felt like I had been sitting in a cage for the previous couple months and finally I got out of that cage and I could breathe normally and freely again. You know what's the most interesting thing? It actually helped me see all other opportunities related to my business that I wasn't able to see when I was so fixated on that end result. The interesting thing is that, and actually there are scientific studies around that, when people are stressed or when they are experiencing negative emotions, their vision narrows and it happens on a physical level. So people who are stressed with their side vision, they can see less than people who are experiencing positive emotions. But it's also applicable to see opportunities around us, whether it's your business or your work or anything else. When you are stressed out and when you are in that negative space, you don't see those opportunities that life throws at you, that are around you. Once you begin to experience more of the positive emotions, your vision opens up. You start seeing those opportunities. For me personally, this is how I was actually able to see a way to completely transform what bravery is about. What was starting as just some goal-setting app has transformed into a complete life design program. It wouldn't have happened had I not opened up my vision, had I not stopped feeling so stressed a few months ago. And please don't confuse experiencing positive emotions with toxic positivity, because sometimes when you are feeling sad, when you are feeling stressed, some people can tell you, oh, that's not a big deal, just good vibes only, everything is going to be all right. 
that's not the case. Sometimes we have to process sadness and stress and grief. We need to process these emotions naturally. Hiding them behind some positive emotions is not the way to do it. What I'm talking about is just becoming more present in the moment. Noticing the life around you that is happening right now and really appreciating it more and being engaged in it more. Finding joy in those things that you are probably seeing every day, but you're just not noticing them. So start to notice those things and start to enjoy them. This is what it's all about. Then once you do that, once you let go of those deadlines or thresholds or end results that stress you out so much, you will see such a broader range of possibilities. You will see so much more. It's amazing how it happens, but it does. It has proven to be true in my life several times. And I just told you the story how it happened most recently, but it does work. It's really hard to trust the universe in a way, right? Sometimes you hear those phrases, those people who tell you, trust the process, trust the journey. This is what it's all about. It's really hard to do that because if you are a control freak like me, you really want to have a handle on things. You want to be in full control, but sometimes what you need to do is let go of this control and then the magic will happen. Then you will see all these other ways to get to that end result that you wouldn't have seen if you continued to stay fixated on that end result. So whatever you are experiencing right now, yes, you should have a vision. You should have an idea in mind where you want to get to, but don't let it stress you out to the point that you stop enjoying your life today in this moment. Look around. See what's beautiful happening in your life right now and start enjoying it, start appreciating it, start recognizing it, be grateful for it you will see how big of a shift it makes in your overall vision, in your overall strategy, both personal and business. So that was lesson number two. Lesson number three. I will say it using Nike slogan because I don't think anybody can say it better. Just do it. Stop waiting for the perfect moment. Stop waiting for the perfect plan, for the perfect product, for the perfect service. Stop waiting until you figure everything out perfectly. Just get out there. Whatever you have right now, put it out there, try it, get the feedback, get results and change and pivot. I have pivoted in the last two and a half years, four or five times. And every time I did it was a result of me putting something out there and seeing what was working and what wasn't. It is always so tempting to just sit and plan, sit and create that perfect picture, that perfect product, that perfect course or service or membership or mobile app, in my case, when I was just starting two and a half years ago. But the more you sit and wait, the more time you are wasting instead of getting some real feedback. Because the truth is, you will never ever be able to get to perfection without putting yourself out there first and getting feedback from real people, getting real feedback around whether your product will be in demand or not what things will need to change. This is what you need. There is no chance for you to create that perfect product until you put it in hands of real customers, real users. Sometimes us striving for perfection is actually us procrastinating. That happens because we have this fear of failure or it might be imposter syndrome. You feel like you're not ready. You feel like you're not good enough. So you're trying to hide from yourself and you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to just spend a bit more time perfecting this thing before I put it out there. What you are actually doing is you are postponing that act of doing because you are afraid. You feel like you're not ready. You feel like you're not an expert enough in this space. You feel like your product is not good enough. So you just worry and you can't take that step and put it out there. But you have to do it. 
something that will really help you do it is knowing your personal strengths, because these are those qualities and abilities of yours that allow you to push forward, go through the obstacles, go through the challenges, overcome challenges. This is why this is also another big part of the bravery circle. What we learn inside the program is what our strengths are, how we can use them in our day-to-day life, whether it's your personal life, your work life, or your business. Once you know your strengths, once you know what you can rely on to push, then it will be much easier for you to take that step forward and to put yourself out there and know that, yes, feedback will come and you will need to pivot. You will need to change because change is good. Sometimes we feel like if we need to change something, it means we failed. But in fact, that's the only way to make it work. Nothing is perfect from the first attempt. You always have to go through five or 10 or 20 or 100 steps and changes before you get to that perfect state that you have always wanted to achieve. The only way to get to those changes, to understand what they need to be, is to get real feedback. The only way to do that is to put yourself out there with what you have now. It is already good enough. If it's not, you will change it along the way and people will help you find those things that matter most. What I have learned is sometimes what I think is important, people don't really find important. On the other hand, I get feedback on things that I would never even pay attention to, but it is important to my customers, to my users, to my members, and I would never be able to figure it out on my own. Feedback is priceless. Understanding real people's behavior and how they respond to your offering, to your service, to your product is priceless. The only way to do this is to get out there and do it. Another thing that might actually help you push through that fear and to start taking action and and to put yourself out there is to write down what that future, that ideal future looks like for you. What do you want your business to look like in a year, in three years, in five years? Write it down, not in terms of I want my business to look like this, but rather I have a business that is. Write it in the present tense. Write it as if you already have it all. Then close your eyes and imagine yourself being in there, feeling it, living it. How does it make you feel? Is it really what you're trying to achieve? Is it really what you're trying to get to? If yes, if it makes you feel good, if it warms your heart, if it makes you happy, then you're definitely on the right track. Doing this exercise regularly, every week, every day, just closing your eyes for a few minutes and imagining yourself being there already, it will help you build up that confidence. It will help you act as the person who already has it all together, and it will help you overcome that fear. But also, what you might discover is actually, once you imagine yourself being there, you might realize that it's not really where you want to get to. It's not really what you want to build. And that is also totally fine, because then you will be able to make changes. You will be able to create another picture for yourself, create another vision. Again, change is good. Anytime you need to change, it means you have learned something that you didn't know before. You have become wiser. You gain more knowledge. You gain more experience. You have more information now than when you made that decision in the first place. And that is always good. Change is always good. Embrace it. Go out there and just do it. And remember why you started your business in the first place. You started it to make some positive change in the world, to make an impact in the world, to make the world a better place, but also to make your life a better life. So your business needs to serve a purpose of making your life better, happier, with more joy, more success. It shouldn't be the opposite. You shouldn't become a slave of your business. Your business should not be stressing you out. Yes, there might be challenging days and situations, but it shouldn't be a norm. Whatever you are doing, just make sure it makes you feel good. It makes you happier and it makes you 
feel and live your life fuller today in this present moment. This is key. Hoping for the future to come, hoping for things to get better in the future is okay, but your life is happening now. We don't even know how much time we have left on this planet, right? Only living, hoping for the future and waiting for the future is not why you're here. You're here to be living your life to the fullest today. And this is why you started your business, to make your life fuller, more exciting, more successful. So do that. Whatever it takes, do that because you got it. I believe in you and you should believe in yourself too, okay? Thank you so much for listening. I hope I inspired you a little bit. So go out there and make that impact to the world. And I will see you next week for the next episode. Bye-bye.